Hello, Buswiri. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Random with me, your host, Rafael Baloy. On today's show, we have Marlene and Hernani Ribeiro, whose love story began on Tinder. Their unconventional love and perfect wedding on a reality wedding show, OPW, got Twitter talking. With that being said, please do enjoy the first episode of 2022 and a happy new year to you and yours. Welcome to Everyday Random. Um, it's a pleasure having you here. Okay, great. I've got my husband yeah. with me. Hello. Hi. How are you, sir? Good in yourself. I'm good, thanks. Um, I think let's get right into it. Um, you guys met in a very unconventional way on a love app. Take us through that journey. Um how was it? Um, did you think you would ever fall in love on a love app? I'll let you answer that one. <laughs> uh, well, it was just an app to meet random people. Um, I think at this day and age, to, the older you get, the harder it becomes to meet different kind of people in different kind of circles. So um, I wasn't really looking for uh, my wife per se. Mm. I was just looking to meet new people. It just happened to to go this way beautiful um let's talk about the fact that you are both um you you come from different backgrounds um you come from different races different cultures how does how how do you work that into a marriage um do you, does one have to um compromise more than the other in order for the relationship to work how does that work i think um I think I speak for both of us when I say that we actually don't see the different cultures. I mean, I don't, definitely don't. And yeah. in a lot of ways, our family values um, is pretty much the same. And so for us, I don't think it was a massive, um, massive issue or massive, massive challenge for us to, to overcome in terms of coming together in a marriage of different cultures. Um, saying that though, um, I think just being a little bit older and having a child, that that did make things a little bit tricky. But I think when also living in Johannesburg, which is very cosmopolitan, I don't necessarily feel um, the difference in cultures. I mean, our friends, friends and families and our colleagues are incredibly diverse. So it's mm. kind of our day-to-day -day life. But I mean, going outside of a cosmopolitan city in a big city, I think we have experienced a, a little bit of challenges in that regard. And and with 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 that being said, do do you feel that you have some kind of pressure to make a relationship work because of I mean yes um you don't see the differences but you know there are people out there who don't accept um interracial couples or um people from different cultures coming together um and being one do you feel then the pressure from outside um to make your relationship work? Uh, definitely not. I mean, anybody's hang-ups and issues around whatever it may be, our age, the way we met, the fact that we're different colors, um, that's their own hang-ups. Um, you know, we can't, we can't, you know, even try to explain ourselves. I don't, well, I don't feel the pressure to, to explain ourselves. 
because you, I've in 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 some circumstances you you fighting prejudice and um, it's a losing battle. So why you know even why even entertain it and why put the pressure on yourselves to to make everyone happy? If you're going to live that way, I don't think you'll ever be happy. So yeah. you know we. At first, I, I think I did let it get to me a little bit, but I got over it very quickly because I realized if, if I'm going to let everybody's hang-ups and everybody's issues with our relationship affect us, we, we are not going to get anywhere. Beautiful. So um, I think for Hernani, did I say your, your name correct, sir? Yes, yes. Kind of correct. It's Hernani. But, um, Hernani, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, um, no problem. <laughs> um, Oh, you know, you married a woman who has such great accomplishments and um, she is, I guess, um, in the spotlight, but also not in the spotlight in a way. She, her accomplishments are very, um, I mean, the, if, if you research your wife, I mean, her accomplishments come out. Does that put pressure on you as a, as a man to, um, does it? I, I um, how should I put this correctly? Because I don't want to offend anyone, but yeah. does that <laughs> does that put pressure on you as a man? Because a lot of men these days don't know how to deal with a woman who has such great accomplishments. They feel very intimidated by a woman with such great accomplishments. Do you feel the same way? Well, um, to, to put this, the record straight, I think to call yourself a true man, you won't be intimidated. Instead, you'll, you'll um, embrace your partner's accomplishments, no matter if, they, uh, if it's a woman or if it's a man. Um, yeah. I think I, I just said very quickly to it, it was a totally different world than mine, but I've never seen as a competition. I've never seen it as she's better than me or I'm better than her in any way. Like I said, a, a true man will not be intimidated by um, uh, their partner's accom uh, accomplishments. Instead, they will support them in every way. Yeah, and I think just to add to that, I actually signed my directorship yesterday. And, Congrats. Um, yeah, and I was busy in a day-long director's meeting, and then he messages me, I think, at about 2 or 3 o'clock, let's go for a drink to celebrate. Um, oh, so he suggested let's go out, and we did that last night. So that's the kind of um, support I get from him in terms of anything I'm doing. And mm. I, I agree. I think... Uh, and I understand that, you know, archetype that, you know, some men feel they need to be doing a certain thing or earning a certain amount of money and they are the head of the house. But I think yeah. in 2021, it's, it's partnership. And I think I, I ascribe to that and I think you do as well. And I think that's why I chose him at the end of the day, because I have met a lot of people that have been intimidated by um, my work and it's just one aspect of me. So also mm -hmm. if, if that's going to be the be all and end of all of your relationship um it's not a good thing mm, nice i like that um also uh let's get into you know um being married for the second time mm -hmm. why do you think it's not as celebrated as the first time or it's um yeah it's not as celebrated or it's not seen as um your first marriage mm -hmm. why do you think that people have that um mentality i mean if you found love for the second time, should you not be celebrated for it? Um, I think we, we live in a, in a little bit more of a conservative culture. Um, and especially, I think, in the Indian community as well, being divorced, it, it is still a taboo, uh, but of a taboo, especially down in KZN. Um, I think we're a little bit more progressive up here. 
personally. And I think just overall, sometimes women feel the pressure like, you know, a divorce is a failure. And if you are getting married a second time, that, you know, keep it low key and keep it under the wraps because it's a second marriage. And I completely don't ascribe to that. I think when I did get divorced, the the very next week, I already put it out into the universe. And I said to my friends, I will get married again, because I do believe in marriage. And I know the right person is out there for me. Um, I never saw it as a failure to get divorced. And I always knew that the, the, the right partner would walk into my life. And even to the point where I said I wanted a Mediterranean husband and I just spoke it into the universe because <laughs> I love Mediterranean culture, I always have. And um, yeah, it's, I think I firmly believe what you put into the universe comes back to you. And my second time around, my second wedding was actually my dream wedding. Um, oh. It was everything I wanted. And oh. so I, I feel like if you're going to take that step to get married, why not do it the right way? Do, you know, if you have the means, make it the the wedding of your dreams. And, you know, we got to have a lovely honeymoon as well. So that's how I feel about it. Oh, nice. Um, let's talk about being on a wedding show. Mm-hmm. Um, you were on a wedding show and you blew up Twitter. Um, <laughs> you, you blew it up. Uh, everyone was talking about how you carry yourself and, you know, you have the sass about you. And tell me more about that. Um, <laughs> is this an everyday personality or is it something <laughs> that comes out when, um, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I think I am generally quite a sassy person. I think my, my husband will agree to that. I mean, it is, it is probably my personality 90% of the time. Um, I do have my moments when I just need to be by myself and with my thoughts and doing my own thing. And I am independent in that way. And I am sometimes quieter. Like he, he thinks, you know, if I'm quiet, there's something wrong. But that's yeah. not my general day-to-day personality. I think what you saw on TV is a pretty accurate reflection of who I am. Um, yeah, I, I, see on twi- I see on Twitter, the second dress wasn't a hit, which was fine. We looked at all the comments. and we No, it, it, it was a hit. It was a hit. <laughs> Those that um, didn't feel it have their own problems that they yeah. need to deal with themselves. Yes. Which, is, which um, is cool. Which is cool. I mean, we, okay. we actually, yeah, we tried to reply to everyone that took time to actually watch and, you know, share their best wishes and their thoughts around, you know, being a multiracial couple. But it was a lot to get through. I mean, you need to have some type of confidence to pull off the second dress, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because you are a model on um, the side. Um, how, how did that, has that helped you become this confident person that you are? Um, so I think just a bit of context. I It was never my life. Um, pageantry and the ambassadorships and modeling was never my life um i think at the age of 33 34 i was just working full-time in corporate and i was full-time mom and i'd never even taken a photograph in swimwear before so doing mr south africa i think um brought that out of me i obviously had to step out of my comfort zone and you know be on stage in swimwear and and then you get lined up with all these amazing official sponsors like Lamel and Skin Renewal. And you have to put yourself out there. And I think that's where the part-time modeling kind of came about. 
Um, I think the confidence was always there. I don't think you can do something like Mr. South Africa and not have some bit of confidence in you because you mm. are pushed out of your comfort zone. So it's it's never really something that was always with me. I, I kind of only discovered it in the last few years. Mm. Um, also, Hernani, um, when it comes to Twitter and social media, um, mm. because your um, wife is so... Uh, can I use the word liberated or confident in her own skin? Do you feel the need that you need to um, protect her from um, harmful comments from people? Because not everyone is going to be nice, you know, on the internet. Do you feel that you need to protect your wife or is she, is she strong enough um, to protect herself whereby you don't have to worry about that? Well, she's the strongest person I've ever met. So I don't, ever have to protect her against anything actually um the only time i actually gave her confidence was when she uh, was struggling with people staring at us because we're a, a different race couple but because i've got so yeah. many tattoos i really was used to people staring at me um that's yeah. the only time that i helped her with confidence and to get over um, that kind of little bit of a hurdle but when it comes to content on social media everyone's got the right to their own opinion and I mean, you can't be a person and just accept the good in everything. And then as soon as someone gives a true, honest opinion where it's a negative one, you can't take it badly. You know, you've got to take the sweet, the, the sour with the sweet. So um, in the end, I, I never have to protect her against anything because we can't be that arrogant to think that everything is um, roses and peaches out there. And when people give their honest opinion, that's an honest opinion. And we respect that, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I think the only time he has stepped in, I think it was maybe twice, is when something was particularly nasty. I remember on my Instagram, there were, you know, I think maybe twice I had um, some nasty, really nasty comments and actually from men as well. And I think he actually then did respond and and, and kind of stepped in as a, from a husband perspective. But other than mm. that, um, not really, hey? No, no. Okay. Um, Hernani again. Um, what 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 made you say, you know what, she's the one and I want to marry her? Okay, well, uh, like the whole country, we went into a the first hard lockdown um, mm. and we just moved in together and uh, we haven't had the experience of living together yet. And like every other South African out there, and during the COVID times, right in the beginning, we went through a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fights, a lot of trying to adjust to a life that was not normal, um, especially for a new couple who just moved in. And um, after that, we went through the lowest point in our lives where we thought wasn't going to happen, but we made it through. And at the end of that, I even said to Marlene that if we can survive this and we have managed to still be together, that's when I decided that she's the one for me because you can't just have someone when they're pretty and when times are good. You know, you got to be with someone that is strong and that will see you through life and be your partner and support you. So uh, that what made my, made my mind up was after the first hard lockdown where it was very difficult for everybody. Um, yeah. And that what made me ask her to marry me. I think lastly, um, from the both of you, um, what advice would you give people out there when it comes to looking um, for a partner? Um, yes, um, I heard um, what you said, sir, that, um, you know, you need to communicate. Communication is quite important. And that um, if you guys can go through hardships together, then 
um, you can make it through the good times as well. Um, but what other things can you mention that, um, you know, people out there should take into consideration when looking for a, um, a partner, especially um, a lifetime partner? Um, so the first things first is I'm a list person. So I actually made a list of qualities that I wanted in a partner and a list of qualities that I don't want in a partner and deal breakers for me. So that's the first thing that I did. And I also took the romance out of that. I was realistic. So I was very specific about, um, you know, actual skills that they have and actually, you know, personality traits that they have. Example, I needed somebody that was not type A. I wanted someone that was a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more go with the flow. You know, um, uh, a very sarcastic sense of humor was important to me. Somebody who would um, not necessarily be in my space all the time, but would ensure they still give me the love and attention and affection that I have to have from a partner. And I've realized that about myself. So be very yeah. specific about what you want in a partner. The second thing is take the pressure off yourself. I think when we started dating and many um, people make this mistake. They go onto a dating app, and especially women that are a little bit older and maybe feeling the pressure to settle down, they go onto a dating site with the expectation that they are going to find their husband. And it's 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 not that it won't happen, but also take that pressure off. Every person that you meet and every interaction that you have does not have to be your husband at the end of the day. I think mm. if you, you, you're going to add that pressure that, you know, on a first date, you're already asking questions about marriage and kids and, and five-year plans and 10-year plans. Um, I think it puts a lot of pressure on something that is just starting out. And I never had that with him. I think when we met, we just enjoyed each other's company for three months before we even made it official that we were dating. And at mm. no point did I feel like... Um, you know, this has to be going somewhere. Uh, I think after six months, we kind of had that discussion that, okay, we are at that age now. Are we in it for marriage or are we in it just for partnership or are we in it just for fun? But that was after six months. Um, so take the pressure off, have fun, enjoy each other's company. And very quickly in the first few months, you'll know if this person is a long-term prospect or not. Um, so I think that's the, the kind of mindset I went on to Tinder with was, Kindly forgive the abrupt end to the episode, although I hope that you did enjoy. Also, don't forget to leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyday Random. And also go ahead and follow that Facebook page for more. Till next time.